No, it's I don't think so. It's actually really sweet. Ooh. I like it. It's got a medicinal flavor. It's mostly honey. Yeah, that's what I really pick up on is a lot of honey. Yeah, I do not like it. Just a tiny hint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tastes like cigar smoke. Michigoni in degree. All the best podcasts are free. Not a ginger and witty. Playing games and drinking tea. Call a pound never lies. The best podcast for its size. So hang out with your new best friend. With a friend for Hidden Hello, and welcome to Grand Rapidians Play Video Games. We are the Beer City Podcast number one, baby. <laughs> yeah. I'm Ginger. My name is Rick, and I'm never gonna give you up. Never gonna let I you down. You. you are not Never gonna Rick. run around and hurt you. <sighs> You're right. I'm not Rick. <laughs> I'm Willie. But you, everyone just got Rick rolled. <laughs> Oh my god. I would not I don't know about excellent, but I mean for an 80s song, I actually kinda do like that one. Yeah. <laughs> so Oh, so we get together and review beverages, talk about video games, cover real life XP, and recommend stuff every week on this here podcast. Yeah. That's what we do. So let's start with beverages. Yeah, I have the cider. <laughs> I kind of like the name. It's like a little cheeky. Um, it's by Blackgrass Cider Works, and it's called Cheap Cran Cherry Key. <laughs> <laughs> it made me laugh. Yeah. So this. I heard you open that can. <laughs> it cracked. Nice crack. <laughs> it's a hard cider made with black sweet cherries and Michigan cranberries. Ooh. Very red. I saw dark, this. Dark red. Mm-hmm. I saw this and I was like, I've never heard of that. And uh, maybe Jeep should take this name so they don't appropriate <laughs> a fucking whole indigenous nation. Anyways, let yes. me try this. <laughs> Damn. That's fucking good, though. <laughs> I'm going to have to give it a 5 out of 5. Holy shit. Just a mix of cherry, cherry apple, and and cranberry. Apple and cranberry. It's tart. It's really tart. It's really good. I definitely a 5 out of 5 for me. Um, I really love cherries. And I like cranberries sometimes. But the mix of cranberry and cherry is phenomenal. It is a lot of cranberry juice. It is yummy, though, for a tart juice. I'll give it four out of five. Nice. All right, and I'm going to drink a McKellar called Dragon Sniffle. (laughs) That's what comes out of the end of the dick dragon. Ew. (laughs) But it's a New England-style double IPA brewed with Syrian dragon and Armorio hops. Oh. This one does have weed in it, so sorry I can't share it. That's okay. Um, thank you again, McKellar, for listing your ingredients. You fucking rock. It's good. It almost tastes like a... You can taste a lot of the barley in it. Okay. But it's like a mellow, sweet barley uh, with a citrusy hop notes over that. Okay. So, yeah, it's kind of... It seems like a hoppy... A very barley hoppy. Heavy IPA. Nice. 
They could have just used barley in it, in my opinion, but whatever. <laughs> but it's got like a syrupy, coppery sweetness to it, too. It's pretty complex for an IPA. It has a dragon. They're riding a dragon on it? Yeah. They're riding a dragon. It's not a dick dragon? Uh, it's kind of like the dragon from the NeverEnding Story. Oh, it's more of like a Chinese dragon. Yeah. Kind of like serpent-like. Yeah, and it's a white one. It's a it's a cool dragon that reminds mm-hmm. me kind of a little less colorful Leviathan like I have on my back. <laughs> right. I'll give this one for the oat, barley, couple different kinds of hop flavors. I'll give it 4.25 out of 5. All right. I do hate how Horrocks puts shit over their label. Oh, they put a sticker over the bar- returning barcode? Yeah, it is gluten-free, homie. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, I bet, you know, I have found ciders that aren't gluten-free, <laughs> so just made me feel a little better that it is safe. Uh-huh. You just had to peel off a sticker to get to the information. <laughs> yeah, I was trying not to, like, <laughs> peel it off while you were talking. <laughs> oh. All right. We'll be right back after these messages. Ginger, I got a message. Yeah? Not really. You're not going to fart? (laughs) (laughs) See, that was the perfect time for a fart. That'd be gross. I'm not going to fart on the podcast. I mean, it would be kind of funny, though. It would go along with our toilet humor. I'll just make fake fart noises. (laughs) (laughs) You could have done that. (laughs) We could have played it off, but now it's too late. No, I'll do that when I have to really fart, and I'll use fake fart noises to cover up the real fart. (laughs) But anyways, did you get some real-life XP? Now it's time for real-life XP. TM? CR? Yeah. Oh, well, No, there's no no limits today. (laughs) Limitless liability corporation. (laughs) I mean, I can stand for that. GRPVG. So, I got some real-life experience by... Going to get my haircut professionally the first time in over a year. Oh, probably a couple years, honestly. Unstoppable. And it was really nice to see my hairdresser that I haven't seen in a few years. She'll be probably, like, done soon, like, as in retiring. So I'm going to have to find someone (laughs) who cuts hair as well as she does. It is pretty short. And I like it. I like it. Still getting used to it. Uh, first, <laughs> the day, like, like later that day after I washed it, I went to go take down my ponytail, and I realized I don't, gone. I don't have any hair. <laughs> well, it's not all gone. It's kind of like a faux hawk, kind of short. It's really short. So you're not going to topple Prince William off the... Top of the sexiest bald people alive list. Bitch, even if I was bald, <laughs> I would be way sexier than that motherfucker. Right, that's why I said if, if it was all gone, <laughs> um, you'd I could him. go do it <laughs> right now. I got clippers. <laughs> um, I'm I'm going to look forward to how it grows in and what I can do with it. I mean, I'm pretty much still not doing anything with my fucking hair anyways, because <laughs> what's literally the point? But it's nice to have a lot less of it, and it's getting... Nice out, and it's always hot girl summer, period. Uh-huh. <laughs> Do you think it would work if we put some chia seed on the sides? <laughs> 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 oh, 
head? Is that what you think of me? Is it she head? <laughs> oh, I was just no. looking at it right now. I was like, what if we had some like green oh, moss no. growing on the sides there? Oh, no. <laughs> I was thinking of coloring it, but I could totally have bangs and it doesn't look bad. It's definitely short and it's different than what anything I've ever done before. So it's something Except to get for, used to, but I, I do like it. It's different than everything you've done since your flock of seagulls face. Ooh, this is totally flock of seagulls, <laughs> isn't it? Uh, when you have it, when you have it like that on your forehead <laughs> down, yeah. Uh, do they do? And I ran, I ran so far away. Um, to be is honest, that that's not my specialty. Oh. I don't know to be sure. <laughs> I don't fucking know either. But there's another '80s song I actually like. <laughs> Well, if we're going to finally being able to get a haircut and now trying to figure out what I do or don't do with my hair, I'm going to say 5,000 points. Okay. Sounds good. What'd you get some experience, Will, for? Well, I'm not going to be able to get my haircut for about two more weeks because I went and got my first vaccine shot a week ago. Mm-hmm. So in two weeks, then I'll be vaccinated, and then I'll go back to the <laughs> hair place where I don't even really know anybody if they're open. Anyways, yeah, I totally... I do not know my hairdresser by name. Is that bad? I don't no. go in there often. That's okay. And I got the vaccine the same day, the first part of it as well. Yeah. So we got the first shot. Whatever. And soon I'll be fully vaccinated, and I'll be able to go to Dave and Buster's again. <laughs> so that's why people are getting vaccinated, right? So they can go to the arcade. <laughs> Um, yeah, but I mean, it doesn't, it's not a foolproof, like, for COVID, not COVID, or not right. getting it, but it helps a lot. We did so. get the one that's like 95% effective, <laughs> so so I can go to Dave and Buster's with a mask on and play some uh, yeah. coin pushers. I mean, yeah, still wear your mask because we're still not out of the thick mm-hmm. of everything, but yeah, it's exciting to get our first vaccine. Almost I'm totally done. taking over your fucking real life XP. <laughs> so I think that's worth 50,000 points. Sure, do I get 50,000 points too because I got my first one? 45,000. Oh, to... Equal you? Yeah. You didn't bring it to our attention, so. That's true. And you're probably not going to go to Dave and Buster's. Not that much. <laughs> Maybe just on, like, their deal days or whatever. Oh, yeah, that's the Wednesdays. only time I go to is Wednesday when the games are half price, and only if I get out of work early so I can go there, like, right when they open so it's not crowded. Yeah. Yep. Because fuck that otherwise. Yeah. If the parking lot's full, I'm not going in even five years ago. Right. I don't even want to hear anyone bitching about why are you getting the fucking vaccine if you have a cell phone, Big Brother's watching you. So okay. give me give me that give me that other <laughs> fucking tracking device in my blood. <laughs> Maybe it'll counteract that pollution that's making penises shrink too. <laughs> well, I mean Honestly, Coronama can fuck with your dick if you get it and, like, recover from it. It could have lasting side effects, but don't worry. Viagra's out there. So your dick will be fine. (laughs) When Nurse Joy gives you the Viagra. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I honestly, after that came out, then they hurried to this fucking vaccine up. The men were like... We cannot have our penises not be able to get hard.
Presses. Get that vaccine going, <laughs> you motherfuckers. Anyways, we'll be right back. Hey, this is Overlord Dan from The Movie Seller, and I am here to tell you about our upcoming event, the Trilogy of Trash Birthday Bash, dropping on May 7th, where we'll be celebrating our two-year podcasting anniversary by showing you guys a triple feature of short, shot-on-video horror films from our friends at Dungeon Entertainment. It'll be a live YouTube broadcast, and we'll be hanging out and chatting with you guys. All you need to do to join in is make a $5 donation to the Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation. The JDRF's entire goal is finding a cure for type 1 diabetes for people like my daughter Lily and the millions of others living with the disease. Five bucks gets you in, 10 bucks gets you a swag pack with cool stickers and exclusive mini prints, and every donation gets you entered to win our raffle for exclusive mixtape, sign prints, hats, shirts, and more. Check out trashbash.themovieseller.com to learn more. That's trashbash.themovieseller.com. <laughs> Ginger's own conspiracies <laughs> brought to you by nothing because Moderna. <laughs> <laughs> nothing because I'm just fucking with everyone. I believe in science. Brought to you by Raytheon. We believe in the science of knife missiles. God damn it. Fuck Raytheon so much unless they give me a knife missile seriously. <laughs> I am going to get a knife missile. God damn it. <laughs> You're going to be Batwoman? No, I want to be Black Cat with bad luck <laughs> powers. Uh-huh. I've, I've, that's what I want. I want everyone coming at me to have bad luck. Because <laughs> fuck y'all. <laughs> Alright, well, Ginger, speaking of bad luck, what game you play? What game I play was Dicey Dungeons. <laughs> <laughs> so... So, it does have a lot to do with luck. That wasn't just a pointless, no, uh, misleading... that um, was a good sagu. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dicey Dungeons is a random dungeon RPG. Some aspects of it kind of. are random. Yes. The story, not so much. Getting dice and enemies and the dungeons you go through are random. So you pick a certain dice and then you have to go through like this dungeon which is like a game show. Yeah. If you <laughs> there's it's really like it sounds six, more complicated there's than six it is. single screen stages that are kind of set up like a board game yep. and they have RPG monsters on them, but they're very unusual RPG monsters. Like a flaming marshmallow or a robot or even like a king rat, a robot. Weird, yeah. Um, there's like this really annoying fucking pelican that I really hate. Um, <laughs> the a wizard, man. Yeah, the the wizard. wizard is kind of cool because his abilities. Um, everybody rolls dice, six sided yep. dice, to determine what their actions are, and the wizard yes. has six different abilities. Mm-hmm. And each one you it's need one like one through six yep. to unlock it, and then another number to use it. Yep, I believe. Yes. So the dice. I haven't unlocked um one of them, but you have because you actually have been able to beat this. A lot of times, but there's still one I haven't unlocked because yeah. I have to beat the sixth run through with the first seven dice characters in order to unlock the last dice so character. So there's a knight. 
The Warrior. A warrior. Yep, The Warrior. Oh man, am I gonna have to? There's like a social media <laughs> manager gets turned into the witch. Yeah, I play a lot of different games, and I've started a couple, so I might not remember <laughs> this fully without looking. But yeah, you get six dice, and then you get to unlock well, one. You when you play the game you get to pick from six different characters that are dice which first are first five because which, you have to unlock the six and i don't know oh, the jester is the six yes lady luck runs this dungeon like mm-hmm. in hell where the monsters are trapped there forever yep and you have to try and escape basically hell or this game show by fighting through it what's the difference right <laughs> And then at the end of the show, uh, she spins a wheel, and if you win the prize, then you get to go. And there's, like, all prizes and one, like, skull and crossbone thing. And mm-hmm. what do you know? When Lady Luck spins that wheel, it always ends up on the skull and crossbow. And so you don't, <laughs> you don't win when you beat the game. Right. So the characters go as follow, and they actually run up with difficulty. And they all play differently, too. So yes. as you name one, let's tell talk about how mm-hmm. it plays a little bit. Yeah, so the warrior, whoa, this is exhausting. It turns out you can get too much exercise. But hey, fighting monsters is still fun, and the difficulty is one star. And he gets a grid of six. There's mm-hmm. two rows of three, one above the other. Yes. And you get to pick his six abilities... And put those in that grid. Yep. And then he rolls his dice, and it'll be like one of his abilities is put a dice here, and it does as much damage as the number on it. Yep. Another one will say, like, put a four grader here, and it'll split this dice into four ones. Yep. There's other ones, too, where, like, you'll have a five, and you have to put at least, like... Uh, five dice, uh, the amount five in it, yep. and it can be reusable. Like it will do two damage, but you can reuse it, so it won't go away when you use that ability and dice. And there are some where it'll be like deal this number damage if it's a six, freeze two of your opponents. Yeah, dice. or electric, or weaken. Um, and there's like different things like that. Or. Do two damage and return the dice. Right. Or that kind of stuff. I like those ones. Those uh-huh. are pretty handy. Ready for the next one? Yeah. Thief. Sure, the dungeons are getting harder, or maybe someone weak would give up, but this is a competition and I'm still in it to win it. Difficulty, two stars. So he, at the end of fights, you get to pick enemy abilities and take those as yours. Yeah, and that could be really handy, depend- honestly, depending, because some yeah. are pretty fucking useless. Like, let's say you get this crossbow that says 12, and you don't have that much in dice to do nine But I think damage. he's got the same six, the same grid of six. Yep, but he, he has just- that grid that you can change yep. to, like, let's say you pick up some more, like, but abilities when, doesn't you can he interchange it when he gets an ability from an enemy doesn't you don't you have to pick one of your current abilities to get rid of i think and so. so you have to constantly keep changing which kind of sucks if you are like ooh, that ability is good and then it's like that ability and one if like, you got all abilities, abilities if you, you got like. all that you like and then you gotta mm-hmm. get rid of one yeah it's annoying but it's cool because yep. it keeps the game like refresh. Oh, the warrior is like a blue dice with like a a scar on his eye. The sword 
and the thief is a green dice, and he, like, has two little knives, and he has an eye patch. <laughs> he's cute, oh, and he's nice. like, eh. The robot is next. Really, really beeping and booping my way through these dungeons. I'm sure if I try hard enough, I won't mess up any more. Difficulty three. And so each character you that you fight through five stages, five single screen screen board games. Oh yeah, with the robot you get to pick how many. You kind of you you can pick how many dice you get, but then if it goes over you nine, you have to go. You have to stay under nine. If you go over nine, you get an error and you can't use any of. Any of your dice. So you get to use, you can roll one dice, use it, roll another dice to get up to the allowable. He starts with nine, and as you level up, you get a little bit more. But if you hit the target nine, then you can like roll again or heal. So it's beneficial to like not roll over, kind of almost like blackjack. You don't want to go over 21. Right. You don't want to go over nine. And each character has a special ability that they build up. Like, uh, I think one of them is roll four ones, and so then you got four extra ones you can use. Yeah. And that reminds me, it's really cool when you're playing this game, and if you get a add one to a dice or whatever, add it to a six, you get an extra dice. A little, six and a one. little hack. Yeah. little hack there. All right, who's after the robot? <laughs> is the inventor. Are all these sets on a big rotating stage? How does the shopkeeper move around so fast? I guess if I win ultimate knowledge, I can find out. Difficulty four. And he's a little orange dice with a hammer and a book and some spectacles. So he... He creates... Okay, so I've been trying to beat it with the inventor because I haven't. Yeah. So, like, you... At the end of every one, you have to give up something. That's He does that, not yep. the thief. The thief, I believe, takes the ones, but you still have to give them up. Well, the inventor comes up with new ones, too, doesn't he? So you can... doesn't come up with new ones. You can only get you, them from chess. You get them from chess coins. or coins, but at the end of... Like, at the end of it, you have to turn your thing into, like, the special. So you have like, let's say you have a crossbow, a healing, and um, what is it like, the one that gives you defense? Yeah. You have to choose one of those, and it gives you your special. Okay. So your special will be like, automatically do five damage, or like automatically do electric damage, or automatically heal. It matters on what you turn into. Okay. The thief takes them and has to get rid of one. Still. But then the inventor takes one from the enemy. Does he still have the grid of six? Yes. Okay. You still have to have to set some up. So once you get rid of one of your things for your special ability, you better go add another one in. Otherwise, you can fuck yourself over big time. And speaking of the grid of six, the next Mm -hmm. one does not have that, does she? I have She does not. So I haven't beat it with the witch either. The witch is difficulty five. Hi, everyone. I'm learning so much about myself and also about fighting monsters. Oh, my God. Can relate. <laughs> Hashtag bless. Oh, no. There's no signal. What's the Wi-Fi password? <laughs> so she, instead of having a grid of six. It's a cute little purple dice. And like she like does a little flame. She or he. I'm going to say she because witch and has a cute little witch hat. 
just want to describe the dice. Uh-huh. Instead of a grid of six, she has a spell book with six slots. And she starts with two of them. And so you have to roll that number in order to do one of her moves. But then as you level up, you fill in three, you four, five, and six. You gain more dice as well. Yeah. You start by like rolling two or three dice. And then when you level up, you get another dice. Oh, yeah, there's five stages, and if you fight every enemy on every screen, then you reach the max level by the mm-hmm. time you get to the boss. And Do so you not wanna, skip the yeah, enemies. Fight everybody. You told me that. I was like, damn it. I got to the boss, like, with one of them, and, he's, and you're like, you're not at max level? I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you're like, you skipped an enemy. I was like, damn it. <laughs> I did, because I wanted to get to the next level. So the enemies that you fight are randomized, but yes. there's always the exact same number to give you the exact experience to get up to the max level. Yep, and you'll want the max level for whatever boss that you'll be yeah. fighting. And whether those are the, really funny bosses. Whether it's the the jester guy that eventually mm-hmm. becomes the sixth sixth character, which is or the the big muscle muscle weightlifting woman, or mm-hmm. there's a bully too. Yeah, there's a few, but the sixth dice is the Joker, and he's a red dice with the Joker hat. Yep. He started out working for Lady Luck as one of the bosses in the dungeon, mm-hmm. but then he decides he's going to play an escape, too. Yep. She's not down with that, but him, he Yeah, starts, what is his... Because I don't know. He <laughs> has just a bunch of cards in a deck, and they get dealt out three at a time. And so you've got three oh, so random, random moves, and you can, you know, if you got the right dice, you can use one, and then another one comes out. Uh, and his special kind of cool. His special is to discard the three cards that you have up. <laughs> that sucks, especially if yeah. you like it and you're doing good. <laughs> right. And so there's six different um, modes with each character too. There's normal. Mm-hmm. Then there's difficult, where all the enemies have ten percent mm-hmm. extra health. Then there's uh, like a mode that does that, but does something else different. Uh-huh. There's a fourth mode that changes all the effects. So it's like a completely different (laughs) RPG. Like, normally, if you're poisoned Mm -hmm. in the the normal games, at the beginning of your turn, you take that much poison damage. Okay. But when you play on the alternate one, the poison damage goes on a dice, and if you pay enough, you can get rid of the poison. Or like, uh, burning dice in the regular mode Mm -hmm. just means that you can't use it. Okay. But burning mode in the special rules one, or burning dice in the special one, means you can, like, pay a life in order to be able to use it. Nice. But, yeah, it changes up all the rules. It's very fun. makes it... It makes it really different. And I... I, Like, we described kind of what the dice look like, but not the art style. And it's really cool. It almost reminds me of, yes, animated, but slightly crayon watercolor. That's what, like, some of the shades and how it's colored in reminds me of. It reminds me of It reminds me of, like, a more professional cardboard cutout, uh, South or Park even, style. Or even that, too, because it's just, it's so, like, the backgrounds are kind of, they're minimalistic, mm-hmm. which is fine. But, like, the characters that you get to see and the enemies are... So interesting, and yeah, the cardboard cut out, but it reminds me of like marker, uh-huh. crayon, like pastel, like 
like really really hand drawn art, not like oh, one of the one of the enemies. Not like computer art. You know what I mean? One of the enemies that I like is Which the handy. Bad, but... One of the enemies that I like is the handyman. <laughs> yeah, the handyman and has a, a bunch of hands. He's an alien with eight <laughs> arms and work overalls and like a different yeah. tool in each hand, a hammer and a yeah. level. And... and these enemies are so cool looking and like they just so different. Yeah. It's such a neat game, and right now I'm stuck trying to beat. Like, there's one mode with a jester. Okay. Where like normally you start with, I don't know how many you start with. Maybe it's like eight in your deck, and as you beat enemies, you can get coins and buy cards to put in. But there's right. one jester mode where every time you beat an enemy, you have to take all of their moves into your deck. Oh, and that could be really good or bad. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot, so there's a lot of bad moves, mm-hmm. but then you can use dice for his special ability in this one, which okay. allows you to remove a card from your deck that's in play. Hmm. But I played this probably a dozen times and haven't been able to beat it. Is it like? Isn't there like a little fairy or something? I really like her. There's like a little wicker man, which almost looks like a little tree guy. Uh-huh. It's just, it's really, it's really cute. It's really funny and sarcastic. Like the storyline and like Lady Luck is like, you're like, damn, she don't like me. (laughs) (laughs) Is there any toilets? I didn't see any toilets, but I, well, maybe since they're kind of in hell and stuck in a game, they don't have to go. And plus they're dice. That's true. They don't eat, so... No, I didn't nothing see in, even nothing any out. jugs. That's what my doctor said. There might have been a jug in an enemy, though. Like an enemy coming out of a jug. Yeah, there, it was like, like a, a, spirit a stinky or genie or something. It reminded something. me of the earthbound smelly genie ghost. It, there was a jug, so there's a piss jug in this. Uh-huh. Which, respect, Dicey Dungeons. <laughs> it's such a cute, simple, yet not simple game. I got really far a few times the last few days with the inventor and then get <laughs> fucked over like right before the last level. But that's okay. I mean, it's still fun. I I really like the art style. It's just it's unique. I don't think I'm going to depend on you to beat the sixth. <laughs> the sixth scenario with each I wanna character. I want to just be able to unlock the characters. <laughs> I mean, maybe Well, you have to beat the sixth one with the first six characters to unlock the final character. I know, and I'm still working on just the first one. Like I beat it with the warrior, the uh thief, the robot, and now I'm working on the inventor. This the snowman enemy. He's that not like cool, your typical enemy. Him. No, he's, he's like a beefy boy. Yeah, he's a muscly <laughs> beefy hat. boy who's like flexing. <laughs> yeah, <and laughs> he's a beefy boy, which is kind of is, is kind of funny. And then there was like, just like a lady's head, like in a cloud too. Yeah, like purplish. Yeah, face lady. A girl listening to like headphones or something as was well. Was she on roller skates? Or Maybe. was that a dude on roller skates? I they're know there's so, a roller skating It's enemy. so random, and I, like, from when I first started playing it, because I saw you playing it, I was like, I want this on my Switch. Let <laughs> me go buy it. And it was relatively cheap. But I don't see some of those characters, maybe be because I'm not either the um, warrior, thief, or robot. Mm-hmm. I've been seeing a lot of, of the same enemies with the same characters so i think that has something to do with it as well which is pretty cool 
Uh-huh. Well, you see most of the enemies on any mm. given playthrough. But some of them I haven't seen for other It's never exactly characters. the same. But oh. also, I haven't played it enough to constantly see the same enemies uh-huh. for different characters. But it's cool. If you want a, a neat, puzzly slash RPG slash dungeon randomizer, this is a cool game. It's very fun. Just be prepared for Lady Luck to yank your prize out from underneath you every time, every time. When you beat it until you beat it probably thirty six different ways. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's they're all different enough that I am still trying to beat it the thirty six different ways. <laughs> Tasty Dungeons. Check it out if you're interested. Hey Will. Yo. Did you play some sort of Video game? <laughs> I have. It's been uh, over a year since I played this one, but it's related to my real life XP. I'm going to talk about an arcade game that I, I don't know if it even counts as a video <laughs> game, but I'm going to count arcade games in our so. stuff we'll cover. I'm going to talk about the Star Trek coin pusher that, at Dave and Buster's. Oh my god, we played the out of that unstoppable so yeah it's this big round coin pusher one that has like eight stations on the outside mm-hmm. and you put in your credits from your card on the half day off days it's like 6.8 uh things off your card gets you one credit and if you do one credit it gives you like five coins to throw down if you do five, every time you do another one, it gets more and more. If you do five credits at like 6.8 each, then you get 75 coins that you get to put down onto this coin pusher. <laughs> so it's a two-layer coin pusher. Yeah, and we've played these not only at Dave & Buster's, we played it at Fun Spot. Um, sometimes you can get like extra tokens or tickets or... Well, I usually just play this. I'll get to the prize part eventually, mm-hmm. the payout. Because mm-hmm. the coin pusher, it's all about watching it's the coins money- fall off. It's a money-eater gambling bullshit game, right. practically. <laughs> Holy shit, shit, shit. So yeah, you get there, you you pick the one that's got, we'll go to the prizes right now, because yeah. a lot of those coin pushers, if it's just coins, like the normal ones, mm-hmm. every coin that falls off the edge, you get like two tickets for. Yeah, some shit like that. This one, there's coins in there, and when you push coins off the edge, you don't get any tickets for the coins. But there's big plastic coins mm-hmm. on top of the coins, and when you push the big plastic coins off, those get separated out, and those come out of shoot, and those give you tickets. Yep. And then there's also Star Trek trading cards, <laughs> and whenever those fall off, those get separated and fall down a shoot. Ooh, is there a Deanna Troy one that I could totally, like, color on and make her face look all fucked up because she's an asshole? Yeah, I got one in my character. Oh, fuck yes. Can I please color on it? Uh-huh. Fatality. Fuck that bitch. And so <laughs> they'll do uh, like seasonal releases of card sets. Like it'll be yes. Star Trek the original series. And so <laughs> yeah. they'll have, uh, you know, they'll have like Archer, Janeway, Chewbacca. Chewbacca! R2-D2. Has... 
And R two D two are not in Star Trek. Okay, Every I'm trolling. I'm Star trolling. Wars and Star Trek person just fucking left. <laughs> oh wait, they left when I fucking called DM Troy a fucking yeah. bitch because fuck her grifting no, about that, Texas. When they do TOS, it'll be Kirk and Bones and. I just wanted to get it out there. <laughs> Why the reason I said fuck her because she wanted to talk shit about when Texas froze over and we love you Texas and fuck that bitch who played Deanna Troy. <laughs> They did a Star Trek animated series. <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> oh, the Tribble, the Tribble was, I think, the rare card in mm-hmm. the the original one. They Those did a so cute. I want one. They did a Captain series where they had captains of ships over the years. And I think to make that one a set of eight, they had to stretch and do like when uh, that one episode when Fraser was a captain, something like that. <laughs> And then, uh, so if you collect all eight of one of these sets, a card by itself, you can trade in for, you know, like 50 tickets. Yeah, they're like, they're like a bunch of tickets in the cards. But if you have the whole set. If you get a set of eight, one is always very rare. And so you can easily pick up a set of seven and keep playing it. But then when you get that eighth one, you can trade it in for like 3,000 tickets, the whole set of eight. And then there's also foil versions of each card. Yeah, those are cool. And so the foil ones are worth like 100 tickets each. And if you collect a set of eight of the foil ones, you can that's worth like 5,000 tickets. <laughs> so I played this so much that I had enough tickets to get a drone <laughs> and a giant <laughs> <You did>. speaker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a speaker. You even got me a cool coffee cup, which, <laughs> like... I really, really love, and I, like, I love using it, okay. even though the horn's a little chipped, but it says, I don't believe in humans. And, and the handle is unicorn. It's so cute! I love it. Um. Okay, so, quick thing about Dave and Busters. There was, like, one game that I remember playing that I, it was too much for me. So, it was one of the, it was Star Wars, so mm-hmm. you get in, and you're in, like, the big, like, dome thing. Oh, with like the 180 degree screen almost. Yeah. It's cool, but talk about fucking getting like vertigo, dude. (laughs) I was just like, I can't play this. Holy shit, it's too much. (laughs) It was too much. It was Mm -hmm. cool, but like me actually playing it, oh, it was rough. (laughs) Alright, so so one more thing. I got a long the time ago. The pusher? Yeah, the coin pusher. It's a two-level one, and you you don't actually have the physical coins to put in. You press a button, and mm-hmm. it shoots a coin out. And mm-hmm. I usually just get in a rhythm where when the thing is out, I press the button, the mm-hmm. coin goes while the thing moves back, and the coin lands right in a spot, and I figure mm-hmm. out where I want to go, and every sweep, I just add one coin. Yep. But it ha- also has a turbo phaser function so where you, you can, can hold, hold it down, down and And then every time you shoot a coin, there's a counter circle. So here's the digital display. And there's little lights that light up around a circle, kind of like a like the showcase showdown wheel. Like yep. The price is right. And each thing has a little different number. 10, 5, 20, 5, 10, 5, mm-hmm. 20, 10, 50. And after you shoot like 20 or so coins, mm-hmm. then that wheel spins around. There's a little 
uh, LCD counter in the center saying how many shots you have left. Yeah. When you light up all the lights around the outside, it spins and picks one and gives you that many more coins to throw. Fuck yeah, dude. And it's programmed so pretty much every time. If you put in five credits and get 75, you'll almost always get an extra 50 shots with one of those. Plus, you know, an extra 10-5. Will's giving out his secrets. <laughs> Hello, imbecile. That's, Is that the right one? <laughs> yeah. That's also why I got to go and get there early, because people <laughs> always go and get the rare cards out. And so I like to get there when they first open. Oh, and I yeah. bring in, I've got out in my car right now, I've got a set of Deep Space Nine, i got a set of Captains, i got a set of the Cartoons, i got a set of pretty much every Dave & Buster Star Trek card, all of them just missing the rare one. All the regular ones and almost all the sets of the foil ones, too. Oh my god. <laughs> Sounds like maybe you should take uh, a random Wednesday off and go there. Uh-huh. Here and there, just a random Wednesday. <laughs> Yeah. That's cool, though. And you get, when you buy $100 worth of tokens on your card, you get such a big Holy discount. Shit. You get, like, $170 worth of tokens if you buy 100 or so something like that. So you get, like, your money's worth plus. Yeah. So I I went there, and I put, like, $100 on my Dave & Buster's card. Mm-hmm. And it lasted me, like, a year. And I only used, like, half of it. <laughs> so... <laughs> Remember the first time we went to Dave & Buster's? It was uh when we were down in Ohio on our way to... Was it either the first time we went to Fun Spot or was it when we went to that... I think we were meeting up reading. with the Ohio Twin Galaxies crew, Jedi Drunken yeah. Mama. Um, and we spent the Neo night... Neo Scyther. Yep, we spent the night in front of their house in our car. <laughs> We were so drunk, though. Oh, my God. Yeah, The first time I went, I was like, there's video games and alcohol? Yes, bitch! <laughs> like, sign me up 30 times over. This is great. Speaking That's, of that, it's going to be like oh, a sorry. month, month and a half, but I got Jedi Drunken Llama scheduled to come on our show. I cannot wait. Uh-huh. It's been so long. We have not spoke. With him. No. I always followed him, though, on, like, social meds. He writes for Hard Drive now. Fuck yeah! That's, like, the onion for video games. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We can give him some ideas. <laughs> He's got plenty of good ones. Oh, I'm he, sure. He also wrote a bot that makes up its own headlines. <laughs> like, onion video game style headlines. <laughs> Some of them are pretty funny, but some of them are so true that they make you realize what a shit world we live in. Yeah, we need to eat the rich, especially those vegan ones. They'll taste the best. Looks like you're fucked. And that's what I want to play before I eat the fucking vegan richies. Hey, hey, we got a website now, grpvg.com. Oh my god, you guys, seriously, it's like work in progress, so like, don't hate me. I'm gonna work on it maybe after this. <laughs> so now it's time for... Recommendation. Boop. Boop. Boop, 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 boop. Boop, boop. Booby, boop. <laughs> okay. Consensual booby, boop. Betty boop. <laughs> Boop, 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 boop. 
Fuck, what do I have to recommend? I don't know. What do I have to recommend? <laughs> I don't know that either. <laughs> I'm going to recommend the Starving Artist podcast. It's, okay. it's by a friend of the movie seller, Trev Allen. He's been on episodes of the movie seller before. Yeah. But his podcast is called The Starving Artist. We should bring him on our podcast if you'd like to come on. Yeah. I don't Unofficial, know official, like, invite, Trev. <laughs> Dan, tell Trev. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he plays video games, so I don't know. But he does an interview podcast where he talks to artists of all kinds, from podcasters to musicians to painters, and talks about, you know, what, why they're into the art that they're into and how they do it, with who, where, and it's just about nice. people. About people who make art either for love or money or both. All and, right. And how their particular kind of art works for them where they live. Okay. But yeah, it's always good and he always has good guests. Nice. I am going to recommend a book. This book is called Do Better by Rachel Ricketts. Spiritual Activism for Fighting and Healing from White Supremacy. I listened to this on um, my library app that I use. Library? The library app that I use. <laughs> library. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> well, you said it right. I said it right. Until I said it right, and then you said it wrong. <laughs> so, whew. all right. If you're like a white people who wants to make sure, you know, to do better seriously read this book or have it read to you. I want to go buy it now just so I can also, you know, support Rachel Ricketts because this was a phenomenal book. She even said in there like, hey, it, this is not perfect. And there was already stuff that she wanted to, after people had read it, like go back in and kind of tweak or add to but this is a phenomenal book if you are doing some, you know, inner healing or inner relearning and or learning, please just go and read Do Better by Rachel Ricketts. Um, you're probably going to get mad at shit or sad at shit because I mean, you should if you're paying attention <laughs> uh-huh. to the world. But wow. If you're not mad, then you're not paying attention. For real. And if you're white and being silent, you're a part of the fucking problem. <laughs> but also words become what people use them as. So now literally can also mean figuratively because people use it like that. Or well. What is it? Regardless? Irregardless? Just as that post that got some fucking white yogis pissed off, it said, it's so funny that white yogis can bend themselves into so many positions, but the anti-racist one. Where's the fucking lie? I don't know. Bam! Because there isn't one. <laughs> so maybe it's no, no namaste because of popular usage is kind of like aloha? No. Because aloha was from. always uh, yeah. goodbye and but hello. But word, word meanings change based on usage. 
It's appropriation and appreciation. That's what it is. Just like white sage and people fucking burning white sage to smudge when they should be cleansing or something else. The whole English language is appropriation of words from different languages. Oh, for sure. That doesn't mean we shouldn't talk. No. But you need to make sure before you start spouting shit from another complete different, like region of people and type of person and type of belief system and spirituality you might want to google something because google's free fuck you google (laughs) because overlords i tried to follow i understand what you're saying i was just like when I heard pe- what I when heard and I listened. Just run over just like malas, the mala necklaces. What do I need to Google? Google shit before you appropriate it, so okay. you're not know that you're not appropriating it. So what about those words that mean the opposite of what they mean because people use them wrong? I think those are funny. <laughs> Take that grammar Nazis. All right, so we would like to thank. Our patrons, multiple, we love you guys. Mike Agney from Boston Harbor Horror, Chris Copeland from Retro Hangover, and Dan the Movie Seller. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dan the Movie Seller. <laughs> I can't not say Dan the Movie Seller. And we would like to thank our our folks who made our intro and outro music, Rappy McRapperson with our intro music, and Inadequacy with our outro music. That's right. All right, so an autoantonym, or autoantonym, also called a contronym, is a word with multiple meanings where one is the opposite of the other, such as to cleave, can mean to cut apart or to put together. Namaste is not that. <laughs> But if people use it enough, it will eventually People mean... use it enough, people aren't going to know where it actually stems from and not know the truth. Just like when people put on a shirt, namaste. That is yeah. fucking gross. Just like the word awesome. Originally people in the 16... 16- awesome. Originally in the 1600s, it referred to awe as in terror. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. I use awesome a lot as in good. I'm one of them. I probably should find another fucking word to use. Egregious used to mean to rise above the flock. And now it's, like, bad. Terribly, yeah. So, I get what you're saying about words changing and whatnot. The thing is, is when someone appropriates a word, i.e. namaste, in yoga, when... A white fucking skinny fucking yogi that is going to be on Yoga Journal because she's white and skinny. It's like, all right, your class is great. Namaste. Enlighten me. Honors enlighten you. Which I used to fucking say before I fucking found out that namaste is actually a greeting for because... English language doesn't use, like, you know, for older, younger, whatever, but other other languages do. It's a greeting for older, senior people. I think everybody is speaking old slang after looking at this article. <laughs> because apparently, because you know, like, how bad or dope, originally nice. 
meant something foolish or weak. So it's And so really the funny. young kids started using nice mm-hmm. like bad, and now nice only means nice, mm-hmm. and it does not mean foolish or weak like nice originally meant. Thanks for listening to another episode of GRPBG. Yes. And if you'd like to join our Patreon, we are at patreon.com backslash grandrapidians play video games. Yep. We'll send you stickers every month and we'll shout you out every episode. Yes. Send us an email at grandrapidiansplayvideogames at gmail.com. Yeah, and you can find us on Twitter at grand underscore video and Instagram at grand rapidians play video games. You could give us a call at 9167 W I L L I E as 9167. My name, Willie. It's, it's a real number. <laughs> Leave us a message. We'll get back with you. We'll yeah. play it on the air if you want. Yep. And also, if you would like to give us a rating on whatever podcatcher you can, iTunes, Podchaser. <laughs> And send us a picture of your five-star rating, (laughs) and we'll send you some stickers. And you can find us on every platform on our link tree, linktr.ee slash grandrapidians. Goodbye.